welcome to yet another beautiful day uh, of uh, two thumbs undecided. I am one host, uh, Sam Ferguson. And I am one host, Zachary Ferguson. A relationship by blood is what we got with each other. Hello, Sam. Hello. Um, Now, folks at home, I just want to let you know, Sam and I, this is really our only time we talk to each other. Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, we talk off mic, but, uh, like, this is how we get to know what's happening in our own lives. So, you're experiencing, basically, a brunch with Zach and Sam. Yeah, but except without the food, unfortunately. You can have some food. It is 11 o'clock. Uh, sometimes that's when I eat, but, uh... You normally eat breakfast at, at 11? 11.02? 11.02.10? Um, actually, I will say, my eating hours are usually 10 or 11.30 or 1. Hmm. So that was a lie. I am, I'm sorry. Well, as I always say, it's good to lie uh, live because this yeah, is their no, first I, time being live uh, in a, two weeks. Um, we weren't live last week. Uh, it was a pre-record, but now you get to hear all the mistakes live, yes. Um, yes. which is a glorious thing. It's a glorious I thing. I love it. I love um, it so much. But um, I think we should first begin by saying happy Father's Day Father's Day to all those fathers out there and soon to be fathers. <clears throat> all of anybody that has uh, uh, has had a, a kid and I'm including animals as well. Um, I think I think it's it's a glorious uh, thing to be a father. Uh, and uh, I hope you have a good one, uh, especially yeah. to our father. Um, I, um, I, I'm gonna tell a listening. story, but I'm not gonna name any names. Okay. I uh, no, never mind. Is I it about a, very, a father? Uh, I had an embarrassing moment, um, uh, yesterday where I was with a group of friends, mm, and uh, just off well. the top of my mind, it was like twelve o'clock. Mm-hmm. I said, "Happy Father's Day." I'm like, "Are any of you guys fathers?" <laughs> and then I forgot that, um. One of my friends actually was a father, and it was a little awkward. What? Yeah. It was one of those things where it was like, you know, it was a touchy subject. Oh, yeah. And that's why uh, I, I didn't want to I didn't want to dive into uh, the Father's Day. I mean, Father's Day could be can be a tough time for people as well, yes. especially those who have. Lost it. Well, I don't want to get into too depressing. It's, it's kind of kinda like, like Valentine's Day. You know, it's like happy Valentine's. Well, I mean, it's more serious, but it's like happy Valentine's Day. It's like I have nobody in my life. Yeah. Uh, that's why I enjoy in cartoons or wherever. They they don't make it like happy Valentine's Day. They make it like special hearts day or happy like friend day. Yeah. Or like happy paternity day. You know, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just I feel like Father's Day and Mother's Day is a little bit different for those people who have lost uh, their father yeah, and mother. It can be a little. Yeah, it could be, be like a little awkward. It's a little bit of like, like a hey, reminder Day, of man. that sad time in your life. Because yeah. um, you don't know people's backgrounds. We don't like, know imagine... people's backgrounds. That's the good thing about like holidays like, uh, you know, Christmas, like Christmas and, or... and Hanukkah and and things that are more just focused on. Um, thing is, things, Sam, what I will say, I, I hate statistically the uh, holiday time in December is statistically the highest rate of suicides. What? Really? Yeah, because people don't like some people don't have 
anybody to go home to for the Christmas. No. So it like people who have deep depression are like, this stinks. <laughs> what a glorious beginning to this show. Uh, we're yes. just talking well, about how horrible holidays are. I, well, you know what? I have some happy news for you. Okay. Even though, spoiler alert, alert next week is our LGBTQ um, episode. Or like a yeah. themed episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I have some news uh, about uh, media. Mm-hmm. So the show, uh, the uh, the cult classic uh, show, My Little Pony, uh, Friendship is Magic. Yeah. They debuted a same-sex couple uh, on yesterday's episode called hmm. The Last Crusade. Hmm. So I thought that was, uh, and it's it's not it's not blowing up the world, but it is on People, uh, I, People Magazine. I honestly don't, I didn't know that show was still going on. It's on People uh, yeah, like a show about a ponies is on people. Yeah, isn't that funny? There's a people article about a same-sex marriage about ponies. Hmm. And yes, the show is still going on, and it's um on its last season. Really? That's emotional. Yes. Hmm. Um. Yeah, there's that. That's that's the, the, that's news. I feel like you probably won't find anywhere else unless you read people's exclusively to find articles about not people i do um, <laughs> i know you do we we're talking about the wider audience um hey which, you don't know if there's a brony out there. all right guys if you if you have read this article before we give you what's the phrase called cardinal blanche or like the i know what you're saying but i i would butcher we it give too. you a french word that i'm forgetting uh to call in 781 nine two eight nine seven three two uh that's the only time i'm gonna say it anyways um also i haven't done this in a while we still have a little bit of news but i haven't done this in a while we're supposed to be reading these on-person mentions uh for uh talking about the radio show um so if you like to listen to rfb uh uh not art rfb when you're not in front of your computer please consider downloading our free mobile app, iPhone and Android. Actually, that, that gets me to a point. I, I don't know exactly how you guys are listening to this. If it's online, that's that's great. But uh, it's a lot easier to just download the app um, if you're a, a normal listener. The app is, is free, and it's easy to use. It's literally, you just push a play button. Do you have the app, Zach? I don't. I only have room for so much apps. Well, you should get rid of your um, My Little Pony app. Which I know you have. That three I of I, I do not have a My Little Pony app. You know what I have? What do you have? I have a dating app called Hitched. Uh, or Cop- Hitched. Hitched. I've not even heard of that. You should no, do that. Called- That's what all the kids are talking about these days. Hitched. I've or never it's not heard Hitched. That. It's called Hin- Hinge. 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 It's called Hinge. Hinge. Yeah. Hinge. I've, ne- I've never heard well, of that. Well, I am saying to you as a young millennial, Hinge. Is where the why kids... should I listen to you? You are not a oh, by the way, I uh, <laughs> I was just looking up this article about the My Little Pony thing, it's also on CBS News. Oh, so there you go, buddy. Okay, well, getting a little bit more props, I guess. Um, yeah, but you should use Hinge, anyways. We should, uh, the, the news that I've I, I guess I wanted to talk about today is uh, the 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 bad the the bad press that movies are 
um, getting right now, uh, i.e. most mostly uh, Dark Phoenix. Um, oh, have yeah. you seen the Apparently reviews? That I, I've seen that it's, it's an appalling end to the Fox. Oh, it's the end? Well, I, apparently, I mean, like, all these things are... Uh, Fox was bought by Disney, so now they're going to, I believe, start up with um, yeah. new stuff. Yeah, but it's um, just kind of sad too because it has uh, uh, what's her face, the person from uh, Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones. This is the first thing she's done right after Game of Thrones. I don't and uh, it. Oh no, it's getting horrible reviews. Oh yeah, no, I I, I heard horrible things. I, I heard it was compared because... to the, to the room was how bad it was. Really? Yeah, like it, it's everyone who's talking about it is just saying like how unequivocally bad Dark Phoenix is. Wow. And up next in how bad movie or like movies that are out there are not doing well. Men in Black, the new Men in Black movie is not. I heard that was also. It's not also doing not so getting well. good reviews. Uh, Shaft also not getting good reviews. That um, one I did not hear about. Actually, Toy Story Four, which just came out, um, is getting uh, some good reviews. Is it getting good reviews or is it getting stellar reviews? Well, because Toy Story Three, I remember being like, this was fantastic. I. I think it's too early to know if it's going to be like a two. Oh, Toy Story Three. I just don't like. But it. I, they did. Like, I did. I, uh, I did. I mostly listened to IndieWire to get my first review of things, and IndieWire says it is a great. It's a great conclusion to the Toy Story, which is stupid. That's what they said about the third one. They said the third one was going to be the last one. Now the third one should have been the last one because that made a lot of sense. You know, yeah. it was and spoilers. Andy giving his toys to the next kid. And also, just to, you know, not mess up ADA kids or like, but it's three. It's a it's a trilogy. Yeah. Now if we stop on four, what the heck is that? Mm-hmm. That's that's not a that's a stupid quad trilogy. Yeah, I that's don't know. It's just silly to me. It's maybe he's maybe or not, I don't know who's in charge, but maybe they're trying to do something. They're trying to make a four saga where like the sixth one ends with like him getting picked up by like an alien race and toys like woody actually becomes alive and like it gets really weird he becomes like a god i think that's the that's the only odd that's the only logical conclusion to the toy story saga is is woody becomes a god or like they did they they understand like the fifth movie explains the origin of how they can talk Oh, what? I do. I think it would be interesting if they start diving into it as if it was like an actual reel. But then the, like, the fifth movie is a live action. The fifth movie is a live action film. They meet Tom Hanks. They meet the actual Tom Hanks. And it's actually Tom they Hanks toys. His- it's it's based on Tom Hanks collection of this Toy Story toys that he has like as memorabilia in his oh. attic. And then those toys actually come to life. And they have the same voice. And it's it's a it's a it's a deep film about Tom Hanks thinking he's going insane. Uh, and it's kind of, in a, in a way, attuned to Osmosis Jones with Bill Murray. Mm. How he's kind of just like, why is this all this stuff happening to me? It's so weird. Except it's it's toys living in his, in his attic. Yeah. Um, I think there's only one way from here. Because, like, this fourth movie, the story of the fourth movie, is apparently, like, the girl makes, she makes her own toy, and it become, it comes to life. Mm-hmm. So it really does beg to differ. What what is a toy? And I w- I, I would kind of want to watch the movie just to see how they how do they play into that? Yeah, 
Like this pen, this pen I'm holding right now. If I just like go, doo, 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 hi, I'm Penny. You know, now it's a toy. Mm-hmm. So in that way, as humans in this world, they give, they can give life to anything. So imagine not to get dark again, but like, <laughs> like your friend is dying, right? Oh my deal. Could you get and is dead? Could you bring this friend back to life and make it a toy? Does that give you second <laughs> life? Like, like Jimmy, yo, like, that would be such a messed up Toy Story like, Five. This like kid's Jimmy, friend dies, but he realizes he has this power to turn things into life, so he just starts yeah. playing with the carcass. Just put on. Oh Google my deal. Your best friend, and he comes back. He's like, I'm alive. But the issue with that is that they all have to like play pretend. Whenever the whenever the per, the humans come in, they have to pretend but like see, they're, they're toys and like be stiff again. So that means that the, the person comes back alive, but the kid doesn't know about it because every time the the kid comes into the room, his friend has to play dead. But as we all know, but then that's, the, the person is just stuck in a coffin. This toy. Oh, go ahead. What's all? What's all? As we all know, like from the first movie, we know that that actually is not true since Woody uh, scared the poop out of uh, Randy. Mm -hmm. Remember, he's like, don't mess with toys. Yeah. And then since then, toys have never, you know, but then if that's the case, then then that's going to open up the Pandora's box of of people realizing that this is this weird power that they have. There's is that like as soon as you start radiation. playing with something, yeah, and then they start, uh, which brings me, there, there's actually, uh, The Dead Don't Die is in theaters. Yes. And uh, I didn't like the film. I watched it at Cannes. I didn't like the film that much, um, but there is a really cool thing in which whenever they look up to the moon, which I guess is making people come alive, they, they do this animation with the moon that looks really cool of like, it's like setting off all this radiation and stuff. Um Oh, but yeah, it just really seems that the the movies out right now are just not getting great reviews. Like this is so far, it's not been a great uh, summer, summer for film, uh, and yeah. I think that's that's not just us speaking here on to to to, to you. Uh, it seems to be kind of a unanimous opinion. The TV, I think, is gonna is is doing pretty good. Yeah, Chernobyl. Chernobyl. The new uh, Secret the- Little Lies or. Big Little Lies or whatever. I started watching that TV show, not to get into what we've seen. Uh, the first, I, I need to get past the first episode, but I hated the snootiness. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I, I, I I, have very little idea what it's about, but I just know a lot of people are talking about it. Uh, I think it's, it, it is a murder mystery, but oh, really? Uh, that's really all I know about it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, So I guess we should now get into our, our theme for today. Um, which is something I'm, I'm, we, we haven't, it's kind of a, a big, I think I've been trying to hold this off for a while. Cause it's something that's that, uh, uh, I don't know. I guess I was, I was saving for a rainy day, but it rained a few days ago. So I might as well do it now. Um, it's digital versus film, digital versus film. Now, Which, uh, di- didn't we, did we not do this when, uh, on our podcast days? I don't believe we did. I think the only thing we did, we talked about aspect ratios, which talked a little bit about, which which included film, because the 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 type of film used, but we didn't really dive into. Although we did do a lot of podcasts, I I, I just don't remember. 
Do you have all the podcasts? I have all the podcasts. Okay, I would look back, but of course, now that we have a radio show, our audience is much broader and more wonderful. More wonderful and intellectual. we'll do it again, and we know more. I mean... Now that you're in New York, you're probably like I. People are asking me this question every single day, and I have hey, more things to say. Yeah, like the the bums on the street. I imagine in New York, they're all constantly used to be fighting. Like high-powered CEO film executives, mm-hmm. and then as soon as it switched over to digital, they literally were just like, "I don't, I don't know what this is." And then they just started like know. they just started like taking out all their 35 millimeter film stocks, and they're just like, "Is this what digital is?" And then they're just like, "You." Sir, you gotta go. And like, in the, yeah. oh, sorry, just hit the mic. In the matter of a day, all of them, bums. Just speak up. There was probably a sad scene on set where like the highest ranking film uh, camera guy, you know, he was fired and they replace him with like a really young person. Mm-hmm. But then that film guy comes into work and they're like, hey, 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 Johnny, you know, you were fired. And he's like, oh, no, that's okay. I, I understand digital now. And he just starts, sh- like, he just is destroyed. Like, he, takes out a huge thing of film <laughs> and starts just bashing it in, into the digital. It's like, Johnny, stop. It's like, that's not how it works. Stop it, like, don't. <laughs> they have to, like, tear him away, and he's like, the grips start, like, grabbing him. And it's like, ow. And he's, like, shoving it, and, like, he ruins one of the camera, one of the red cameras. Yeah, and David, like, you cost us a million dollars, Johnny. And he's like, blah, 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 that was the 3D, or that was the IMAX camera. No. first one. That was the first one ever. We had to start from scratch. And that was in the 80s. Um, yeah. So then they had to start all over again. Um, anyways, yeah. So for those of you who don't know who what we're talking about, we're not just going insane. Um, we are talking about a battle between the old way of uh, doing things, which is shooting things on actual celluloid, on actual film stock, um, normally shot on 35 millimeter, uh, as opposed to what has taken place uh, slowly but surely in the late, uh, starting around uh, the late 90s, um, early 2000s, um, and maybe, yeah, late 90s, early 2000s, I'd say. Early 2000s, I'd say, is when it started taking, uh, like, a lot of form. um, In which digital cameras were used in cinematic, in, in major motion pictures, um, instead of using the film. And it's a big difference um, it's completely different way of shooting it. Um, it's different. It's in, it, and some people argue it's a different aesthetic and uh, there's a lot of arguments to it. Um, now, Sam, I have a question. Yes. Film is obvious. It's, you know, it's 75, 35, you know, all these fives. It's 70. There's it. actually no five in 70. It's 70 <laughs> millimeter. It's, there's only, there's, Just all right. So there's I'm, 70 millimeter, there's 35 millimeter, there's 16 millimeter and there's eight millimeter. And Those then there's, six, the, there's 16 millimeter, too. That's what I said, 16 millimeter. Aha. Yes. Uh, so there's only one five. Also, Pac-Man over here. Or I guess that was Mario. No, sorry. That was my phone. Oh. I should mute it. Uh, that was very amateur hour of me. Anyways, um, so my question to you is, yes. is video digital? No, it's not, right? It's video what digital. What the heck is... What, like, videotape. Because I know... As we all know from that scene in Boogie Nights. Uh, that's that's kind of like this weird. That's. That's for me, that's kind of like this weird in between kind of because those videotapes. I'm pretty sure 
They weren't. Well, I, I know. Like they weren't. It wasn't like you were actually capturing the light on film stock. It was like you were putting digital information on a tangible tape. So it was like this weird in between of uh of like sending you kind of like what a cassette tape is it's kind of just the it's it's all like on a tangible thing so i for that i mean that that never really crossed over that kind of just transitioned to what we know of as now it was like the very beginning of digital was like those video cassettes you know um okay cuz that technology so kind of that turned into like putting it on instead of just having it on like a tape it turned it into putting it on a um on an SD card or on a, on a card in general um cuz video has the thing is is videotape has a look to its own too it does it does kind of that, like that rewindy like you know you see it on uh like but the the, the thing with that is PBS. that videotapes never really those that that never made it into popular into major motion pictures no and that's why and that's why like videotape has a look all to itself i mean the the whole entire in my opinion adult swim like their main look is old you know pbs or sunday specials like that tim and eric look yeah so I mean that that videotape was in 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 motion pictures. It was really only used for major motion pictures. It was really only used for showing. Like for instance, I mean, I, I guess really the only one I could think of is like uh, uh, what's it called, Blair Witch Project, of like showing that aesthetic. But in regards to actually choosing, like here we have this movie, we have such and such money, uh. Or we have like uh, over a million dollars. Um, so this is like a major motion picture. Um, what type of film are we going to be using? No one's ever picked VHS unless, or or yeah, cassette tape or, or tape um, to shoot on. So that's a little bit of a different argument in general. I'm talking about like why choose digital over film or vice versa. In because people like Christopher Nolan really do exclusively only use film and they use the 35. I mean, then there's also Quentin Tarantino. But don't, don't you feel like those people are kind of the old guard of, of, of cinema like that, that I, there's, there's definitely still people like younger people now who use mostly film, but there's also a lot of like the a 24 films as well are, are shot on digital. I'm just and starting, I, I don't I mean, think I used to be very much of the I mean, like, I'm very much a guy who likes original stuff and like stick with that. But I realize I'm like thinking I don't see a difference between I personally don't see a difference. So is it something that like it's you can you can pick up more light with film like you can get like a different. There's more control. The, well, I think that's it. With the biggest film, difference there is more. Con- there is a better. There is a better contrast. Like blacks are, uh, like a darker, richer black than in in digital. Um, like there is, there is, yeah. There's a better. There's a better contrast in in, in film. And I, I mean, we grew up in a time of where theater, pre- like we we didn't really see 35 millimeter uh projections. Um, that kind of was like all but gone by the time that we are conscious uh to watch to be watching films so i i I don't when people talk about like watching the celluloid look 
of watching it actually being projected on 35 millimeter being shot on 35 millimeter. I don't actually know what that, that looks like. And, um, I mean, that's the thing is like a lot of these directors from like the nineties, Tarantino and all these people who are just like, so into shooting on only film, like Spielberg, our old producer, uh, so into shooting on film that that's just what they grew up on. And they're just like, anything different is like new the, and all this stuff. Does Steven Spielberg still, uh, shoot on film? Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred. All, all, all of the old directors who really were shooting up until like the, uh, until 2000, I feel like if you start shooting on film, no one, I don't know of anyone that's transitioned back from, because it's kind of, you, you think of it as like a handicap because that's kind of like a, an argument for film is whenever I, I went, I had a, I had a, I went to, to uh, I studied abroad in Prague briefly and I studied at this place called Fall Mu, um, in which they only teach you how to shoot on film. And it's really one of the only schools that do that, that, uh, or at least in Europe that teach you only to shoot on film. And the argument for it was, is it, it really makes you learn the stuff because there's a lot less room for error if you're shooting on film. Because if you're shooting on film, you don't really have a way to review it. You kind of have to wait for the dailies to come out the next day, which is after you develop the film and after, so you can see what you shot. Um, so see, you really have to hone your craft to know exactly that, know that you're shooting the right stuff. And uh, so a lot of these old people are kind of just like, why would I switch to amateur hour and go back and go to digital, which is something that like kids do when they're starting out, you know? And that's why like right now I can only do digital because it's super easy. I mean, anybody can shoot a film. I mean, anybody can record a movie with, you know, ones and zeros just by pushing. I also had a whole entire semester where our class project, not our class project, but your project, was you had a th uh, film, a movie on 35 millimeter. Oh, 35? Like, yeah, 35 on like a Zeitgeist or a, 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 a old Zeiss camera. And it was really cool because the cartridge, like the camera body was built in pre, uh, it was made during like Berlin Wall times. <laughs> Berlin and Wall the company, times. Yeah, is that like, what you like, describe the 60s and 70s? And 80s? No, I forget what it was, but whatever side of the Berlin Wall. Oh, like, so in, company, in Germany. Okay. Yeah, in Germany. So, like, so. the company dissolved after the Berlin Wall collapsed, mm -hmm. and now the company doesn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was really cool, and it, you really do have to take it in effect. Like, it, it is truly a science. Mm -hmm. While with digital, it's, it's it also is good science. to know. It is a science. But you can just turn on auto, you know. It's it's a little lazier in my. I mean, it's. But there's more stuff to the play with on digital. I will say that's that that's what I was gonna get to is is what I think on in in production. Like yeah, like you there is an argument that like when you're actually shooting the things, it's it is it makes you a little bit a uh, little bit more comfortable to be shooting digitally. But when it comes to post-production, uh, it's kind of you plan for the post-production when you're shooting digitally a little bit more so. Um, yes. There's just so much because so also sometimes they shoot on film. And that's something I don't I don't really get. Why shoot on film and then convert it 
to digital to edit it on. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm kind of just like, if you're going to shoot on film, like, it's just so much easier. And there's just so much that you can do digitally to make it look like film that it's like film. Digital is getting better and better and better and better. And right now, film still has some advantage in just, like, looks. But it's not just lazier, but, like, it's, like, why... Uh, I'm trying to think of it. Like, for instance, like, whenever, like, paints, like, acrylic paints and, like, paints that you can buy over the counter weren't available. And, like, people used to go out and, like, make their own paints. And then once paints started becoming, like, available over the counter and people were like, oh, like, these kids these days, they're not using the, the paints... Uh, that they have to go out and they make themselves and all this stuff. But, like, it's just, like, what's wrong with making it a little bit easier on yourself if it still looks like it has its own... It's still challenging to paint. You still have to know all these different things. But it's just making yourself a little bit easier. And by removing some of the stress of what film does, it makes it it makes you focus on other things that you wouldn't be able to focus on as intently as you would be in film. So it's not like it's just it, it's easier in general. It's it, it it allows you to just kind of have a little bit more control in production and in post-production. Well, it's very strange. I've been told all my like life, uh, like, don't. Um, don't you forget about don't, me? Yeah, don't forget. Sorry, my. Comp- oh, never mind. Um, I was always told never like don't joke about do it in post. Right. Yes. Like, uh, that's like a joke. Yeah. But honestly, every time I've ever said that jokingly on set, someone goes, you never do it in post. Uh, no, the difference, so, the, I, no, what, no, I'm not my, saying that. I'm saying no, you, no, you. The point I'm trying to make here is I, I, every time I say that, I get yelled at. But I was on a very, like, professional shoot with, like, people who are high class in the commercial world. And I was hearing them say all the time, like, we'll fix that in post. Yeah, well, coming from coming from someone who works at a post-production house here in New York, uh, gives you that is it gives me a job. But I mean, it doesn't give me a job. We would be working no matter what. It just makes our job harder. Um, There's there's a difference working smarter and working harder like there. So like people do that all the time, though. They think that you can just do things in, in post in the commercial, like big commercials or short films or things like that, they, they like it, no matter what level you are, there's going to be people who think that you can still get things done in post. Uh, but there is a difference on these kind of things like, like car commercials, it, like that kind of stuff is harder in post. These kind of posts, like the post was, it was a white background. Yes. Uh, but one of the cameras, one of the three cameras that was shooting at the person was a wide. So you saw the edge of it. So mm-hmm. in post, and I'm not saying this was what they were saying about in post, but they were going to um, in post. In. No, they were going to make the the white, the surrounding white, spread out. So like it was going to cover oh. the whole entire world. I'm not saying that's what what they said. Let's do it in post. I forget what they said, but it was something that they could have fixed. But well, they were on a time. They were on a time crunch. So. Oh, you know what it was? It was a sound issue. Hmm. It was a sound issue. The, the, I was talking to the sound guy, and this is not, <laughs> this isn't about film or digital, but I'm just saying. And yeah, now we're getting off topic. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, back to digital and or uh, film. Yes. 
So digital, um, I think, okay, so I think the purpose of film still existing in the world. And I think, I mean, you're more seeped into the production side of things uh, there in New York, but I, it is dwindling, right? Yeah. It seems to no be one... dwindling more so. And like you said, like myself, I would not go out of my way. Like if I had a huge budget, okay, and I wanted to get a camera, Unless I was talking to, say, a David Finch or one of those classic guys to tell me why, tell me why, to shoot on film, I would go with a nice, big, old, stinking red camera or yeah. whatever big, you know. Ari. Ari or Ari is probably the way to go. Actually, uh, there's there's a question. Like, what film, ca- I mean, what film cameras do? Ari shoots in film, too. Yeah, but Ari Alexa doesn't. Ari Ari still makes film things, but Ale- I'm talking about an Ari and Alexa. And for uh, independent people like myself and you, it's harder to get film equipment. Yeah, no, and it's more so expensive. much harder. It's th- see, that's the thing. That's because you got to process the film. That's the thing that annoys me about um, film, film, and people saying that you you need to shoot on film. Is it's not we 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 tech. don't we don't live in the same time period that they do. We live in a time period in which, since it is so easy to make to actually shoot something, you can't like you you can't go in with you can't go into like a, a meeting with high execs or something and only have one thing that you've shot, and like because like. Normally, it's like you you make your first film and it's a short film and it's like, like, it, it you put in so much effort and the fact that you have a short film that's finished and looks good, puts you on a higher level. Like the fact of you being able to shoot this and edit this and do all this stuff, puts you in the room. Now we are in a position in which, just the fact that you're able to shoot all this stuff, doesn't mean that you. You you need to be able to just constantly be shooting things. You constantly need to be making things to have to give yourself clout. Um, we were joking the other day just just to talk about like the difference between <clears throat> digital and film and how the world of digital has changed our video landscape. Is these YouTubers? I found out yesterday, uh, and it was a quick thing, but I found out yesterday the highest paying YouTuber or one of the highest paying YouTubers is some like seven-year-old kid who reviews and talks about Pokemon on YouTube. And he, he gets mil- he gets $2 million every year. Oh my and, you know, and you know what you do? You know how all you have to do is just point a camera at you. Maybe just to up the quality a little bit, uh, you know, get a, a light shining on you and boom. And that's what we're so, up against. See, that's the that's thing 100- is it's like, we, if you're telling us to go make a film, we like, we're not like, not, not, no one who is starting out, unless you have so much money, is going to, is going to like budget to make a, to, to shoot on, on a film. Cause it doesn't make sense. Like, it doesn't make sense if everyone else is going to be shooting on digital because it's cheaper. So as soon as you, you say that you're going to be shooting it on film, you're automatically handicapping yourself. And this is the only I'm saying if you see someone who is is shooting on film, 
and specifically on film only, those people have Boku bucks. They have they are being financed by someone who is either their parent or just a very rich someone they know. And that's so, that's but, fine, but it's like for everybody else, digital is really the like that's how you're going to have to start. And that's not a pro like digital is good though. Like digital is it's not like a shameful thing anymore. It's not something that that looks bad. It's its well, own aesthetic. Know, I mean, and something yeah, like, that the people don't talk about as much as well about a digital. You know who who specifically only shoots digital? Roger Deakins or, or Robert Deakins. He only shoots on digital. What? He, wait, huh? Roger Deakin only shoots on film. Digital. Deakins? Yeah, Deakins. Well, that's, the, that's Quentin Tarantino's guy. That's not... No. Oh, at least Sorry. that's what he's doing. Uh, Roger Deakins is doing, um, I believe, uh, once, a time, once upon a time in Hollywood. And I thought... Uh, look that up. Um, well, he, he did do... He did do uh, Sky... Uh, what is it? Skyland, Sky End, the um, James Bond movie, mm-hmm. right? Is it? Is that what he did? Yeah, Skyfall. Skyfall. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I'm thinking of uh, uh, who am I thinking of? He's got a long wispy beard. I don't. That's that's this, somebody else. That's not Roger Deakins. This um, guy is. He's a, he's Cohen Brothers guy. But like, yeah, this he's guy, a Cohen Brothers guy. Roger Deakins is largely considered as one of the best cinematographers. Um, and I was just reading an article now while you were trying to figure out who he was uh, about um, him. He, he what the article says he doesn't care about the film versus digital debate, which I think is kind of a it's just because he he is at such a higher echelon. He doesn't he knows both. So he's probably he just it. like, I don't care. Just let me just let me shoot for the best shot, which I, I think is a little bit different from the argument that we're having, because we're talking from the perspective of someone who is starting out um, and has to and- actually budget things and has to take these things into consideration. Um, but he, it says he shoots, he says he doesn't know if he's going to be going back to film because he does like the freedom that digital provides. Now, if you, if you think that film doesn't give you good shots, um, and is in, is, is, or if you think that digital doesn't give you good shots and is inferior to film, then just look at Roger Deakins and so much of what he shoots after like the 90s and like the 2000s and on. It's beautiful. It's digital and it's beautiful. There's so many things that you can do now with color grading as well in in digital. I just don't. And also there's just so much variety with digital as well. Um, Like every single camera has its own way of, of, of collecting the the color and collecting the range and like collecting all this stuff. So every camera has its own thing. So there's, there's different things that you can kind of uh, choose, which I guess is true as, as well for film stocks, but I don't know. I, I think the argument for that, that so many big directors saying that, that film or digital is inferior to film is just ridiculous. It's, it's people who are stuck in the seventies, eighties and nineties. Um, so by the way, the person I was thinking of was Robert Richardson. Yes. Who, though he doesn't look like he, like, like these people say that they use it on film, but these cameras look very digital. So I don't know where the, uh, film goes into. I don't know what you're talking about, but there's a picture of uh, Richard, uh, Robert Richardson. And he's got like a handheld camera, but the camera looks very digital. My thing is is I think film, there was a time in my life when I was in college 
where I was like, if I had the chance, I would use only film. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was, you know, that was back when I was uh, like, tried to make an attempt at being a snooty film person. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that ain't me, bro. Uh, yeah. So, but digital is it, like you said, with uh, Roger Deakin, he, like, you can make some beautiful stuff. And, with color correction and and all this other crazy apps you can do. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a way, it's like the wild, wild west out there. Like the internet. Like with film, there's, almost, there's only so much you could do with lights and, and in-house stuff. But then in the digital world, same with digital, I will say. But it just feels like there's a, just a whole new world when it comes. So film, and I think we talked about this before. Film is really just becoming aesthetic, just like with video. Yeah. So, well, digital is a just a, a landscape mm-hmm. of what you can use film for. Digital so, is still in its infancy. I, I feel like there's just so many things that that can that can still once people start accepting film or digital as not a inferior, cheaper way of doing things, but as a different way of shooting then it'll there's just going to be a complete mind and it already kind of has happened already like it's just people are now shooting on digital in general just because it's cheaper and why not go cheaper if it still looks pretty good um, I bet you, here, here's the thing i bet find me a youtuber who shoots on film who shoots on film that's actually i mean that's something that i i've always okay. thought about because like that that's, would be so funny that would be interesting and I don't know if there it's is one, like, but it, it would like, be an interesting. Cutie Pie comes out and like everybody. I just want to let you know, I've been shooting on seventy-five millimeter. <laughs> uh, I have to process this. Like I don't have a life. I shoot this every day, and then I have to process this. Okay. What's funny though is there is a one of the people in that film program that I was in, uh, who was, was shooting on film. No, it wasn't Pootie Pie, but he was someone who makes a lot of YouTube videos, and he he had to make a film project and the film project was like, seemed like a YouTube video. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like cut in the same way as it wasn't like, you know, how some YouTube videos are, how like YouTube, typical YouTube stars edit it with like a lot of like kind of stupid, just flashy edits. Mm -hmm. It was edited like normally, like more like linearly, but it's just the subject matter was just so kind of like in like the humor and like everything about it was just so kind of weird that it was like this is this would be a great like YouTube little short, <laughs> um, but it was just kind of weird watching. And then whenever they watched it, all the teachers hated it because they were just like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I mean, but uh, I've been shitting on in film this whole time. I'm more just shitting on it just because I don't like when old rich uh, people tell you that cheaper is worse when in fact not it, well, it's not I always got, worse. But well, go ahead. Is anybody actually having this, like, who is really arguing about this? Well, the it's, only ones? It's people at, like, the, the like, the direct, like, that most, like, you look at, like, spill, like, all the directors who grew up in, like, the 70s, 80s, 90s, they only shoot on film. Those are the people who are arguing. Are you talking about people our age? No, yeah, I'm just, like... If we had a conversation with people our age, I think they would mostly all be like, yeah, of course we would use digital. Why I mean, yeah. We, 
that's the thing. But there's just such a, a disparity between the two. And it really, there's just such a, a different, like there's just like a major generational difference between what we shoot on and how it's accepted. Um, which is interesting to me. But yeah, if we talk to anyone our age, who is a director? Now, I think in general, the, the DPs who I've talked to who talk about film versus digital, they don't care. Like, they're kind of just like, it's whatever I'm hired to do. You know, it's kind of just like, like if we talked like if we talked to the the girl from eight and a half, who's like one of the youngest directors ever now. Eight and a half. You know? Yeah. Uh, sorry, not eight and a half. Uh, eighth grade. Oh, yeah. She's a director. Uh, yeah. Isn't she? She. No, that's the girl from Florida Project. I think it's eighth grade. Pretty sure it's Florida Project. All right, fine. Anyways, one of these girls, uh, they're directing a movie, and uh, I imagine, like, she didn't say, no, I want to do it in film, because it's... Well, I'm sure she was kind of just happy to be doing it in general. Also, but, like, she, no, uh, I will say also, it's probably an A24 film, so that she will have the money to do it in film. Wait, what? what's the film called? I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, young directors... I wonder if the thought of even doing it in film comes up. I, I think our 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 age group, which I would younger. say like 20. No, 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 no. I'm saying not younger. I'm saying our age group, which is people who are like 18 and older now, maybe like 20 and older now. We're kind of like, I feel like people who are younger than that, they don't care too much about film. They're kind of, they grew up on watching only YouTube and only watch like they, they they don't, it's, it's kind of like a, you're right. It's kind of like an old way of doing things. And that, the thing is, it's not sad for me. Cause I know it's never going to go away. I think it'll, it'll always be like there. Um, and it's just the digital just has so many other opportunities to expand. Now, the one of the, one of the best arguments I've heard though, for, for film is preservation. Um, digital, uh, Digital formats update like every five years. Like digital is constantly updating. And a lot of archives, sometimes they have to get rid of, like they don't, they can't afford to update everything they have every five years. So sometimes things get lost that aren't as um, coveted, that aren't as like special. And sometimes things get lost in the rumble. So it's a lot, in the digital world, it is a lot easier to lose, uh, to lose the films in general, like if it's corrupted, it's done. Like there's nothing else you can do about it. But with film, it is a tangible thing that you have on film. And you just, all you have to do is just make sure it's put in a, like a good, um, like a nice cool area and it's preserved well and it could last hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. So that is, I think, one of the best arguments for, I read like an article about that of like why film is like, should, will be used for, like for long, long after uh, digital has like become more and more of a thing. Um, also, I wonder archive wise, I feel like uh, uh, digital is more easy to archive. That, because that's the opposite burn. of what I just said. What? W were you listening to what I just said? Uh, sorry, I was looking up. Oh, sorry. my dill. No, I just said the complete sorry. opposite because it's harder to archive because things update every five minutes or every five years. Software no. all constantly updates. Oh. And oh, okay. so well, it's some things thinking, get lost. 
So, no, that's not what I said. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, well, then I, I'm glad I... No, I, I listen. I just wanted to let you say what you say. Thank See, you. See, I, I... Whenever I have to back up my stuff, uh, I back it up onto tapes, right? And, of course, I don't use film. I use digital. Yeah. And then what you do, all you got to do is that once you... Uh, like, say, I had something from 2017, right? And I had to bring it back yesterday, you know, or, like, on Friday. And all you got to do is just, uh, you know, make it a project 2.0 and it up like it goes into the project itself. And then you could use whatever materials that's in the updated system. Mm -hmm. But I will I mean, it's harder to find like a projector or something to transfer it into end of digital. Mm -hmm. So I feel I feel like. Ones and zeros are easier to retrieve. But no, they're film. not like I'm saying. You yourself have to be doing the archive, but if you give it up to some to like to a company who owns your stuff, if you give them the rights to it, they own the material itself. Yes. If you're not archiving itself, they are more likely to lose it when updating every five years than if they had it on a physical medium. Because I like, see what you're saying. Companies in because general, if a company owns the film, the company is more likely to just to get rid of something get it lost in the get it lost in the update in the lost in the everything if it's not if it's an insignificant film to them but the one thing i do one thing also about film is i i i am talking about it from more of a practical point of view of someone who is dealing with making my own film and dealing with doing these budgets and don't understand why you would budget for this when you are young and starting out Film is the the idea of film is better. The fact of like actually capturing the physical light and having like the chemical process and all that stuff that the idea of it is more enticing. I know, I know we're at the very end, but I just I may be opening up a book of worms. But uh, so this is all very true when it comes to film. Now, what about animation? Everybody I know all does like they draw on a pad and it's it turns it into ones and zeros and it goes on their computer i am the only one who i know friend wise or even professionally who draws everything that is a different conversation i mean like i have piles of paper and to me I I find it more physical. Like I I like and and mostly that's just because I don't understand. I I have never done digital animation, so this is the only way I know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, we should probably wrap it up, but that is a different yeah. conversation. But in regards to just physical versus uh, digital, it is nice to have like the actual tangible thing and be actual be able to working with things. I respect that. Um and. If it doesn't come, if it's if it wasn't a money factor, I would, I would probably try to go with film. Although film is makes things more harder in general. Um, so I, I, when it comes down to it, I would use digital for now. We'll see what happens uh, when I become. Yeah, from uh, at our level, there really isn't any reason to go with with film. I don't understand unless you have it's billions of dollars. Stupid. Okay. All right. So what we've seen. Yes. What have you seen? Uh. Okay, uh, I'll go yeah, because go I've seen a lot. All right, go ahead. All right, so I'm just going to name off a bunch, but I'm going to talk about the one in length. So I've seen The Host. 
I've seen Us. I've seen Mother, which was directed by Bone Joan. Uh, what, what's his name? Uh, Jun Ho Bong. Yes. Uh, and Ralph Breaks the Internet. But the movie that I want to talk about is uh, Dead Ringers, which is a 1980s uh, David Cronenberg movie about uh, Jeremy uh, Irons, the actor, plays two twins and they're gynecologists. And it's a very disturbing movie. Um, it's pretty good. Though, though I will say, uh, out of all the movies that I watched that I just listed, The Host was probably the best. Yeah. Host was really good. Yeah. Us, talk- yeah, go ahead. Us, by the way, I liked it. It was good. Go see it, I Wait, guess. The, the Us, the... Oh, oh, yeah. That's been out for a while, movie. yeah. Yeah, go see it, I guess. But, like, uh, the sorry, the twists, the, the twist about, like, the, the plot... It just doesn't make sense scientifically. And this is something. So like that, like this movie to me, I say, see it and have fun, but don't think about it. <laughs> I mean, it, I think I mean, you should like, think about it from like more of like a fit, not okay, think, okay, not okay, think about know, it from a, like an actual how it could happen. What do you mean? The science doesn't work. OK, well, the spoilers. Yeah. OK, turn it off now, I guess. But uh, like. When it fi- when you find out that like she's the evil one, how does she have the same kids? You know, how do they both have the same like exact kids? Scientifically, that would never happen. Yes, she had sex with her like that other man who like turned out to be like it's, her. It's evil all self. an alleg- It's all like it. This okay. No, this isn't working scientifically. It's it's something that's no, it a little bit more. It's a fan. It's a fantasy. It's a fantasy horror. It's not meant to be like how does that actually happen physically? But this is a nightmare. This is like a. This is something that that. There's, but it's there's real. A lot of, it's really happening. So how can it be an allegory if it's actually happening? Also, where this the wasn't heck are like the a science. Ex- this is the thing, and this wasn't a science experiment gone wrong. This is this is this is a little bit more of just like. A, it's a fantasy to begin with. Like, there's no. Well, if this that, was, if it, this was out, like, if this was shown as like they explained how this happened, that there's these shadow people. If they were explaining that, then it would be like, yes. Then you kind of have to be strict is, on is like how this much... world works. But this isn't. This isn't a, a a a a an actual different world that they're showing. This is a little bit more of just like a just this is more like a fantasy horror thing that's happening. But there's too much of like a reaction. Like to what the happened to the to make it? Yeah, I mean what? it's still a little grounded. How does, how does here's the thing? To my knowledge, everybody died in that movie, right? Yeah, that's I guess how, that's yeah. The cops or crazy people with guns would not. These people just have scissors. How? I mean, the thing is, is like everyone, everyone. I think I think the, the reason for that, gun. the reason for that is no, it all happened at once. Is everyone had the one person that their shadow, their one shadow was made to come out. Their family, and they have no fighting experience. So not everyone is dead, but some, a lot of people would be dead. Everybody is dead. All right, all right, all right. You're 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 nitpicking this a bit too much. Anyways, it just doesn't make sense. I I think you're nitpicking it too much. Also, where the heck are the police? The police probably got their own people to to, to kill them. They they had their own shadows that came they out. They have them. guns, though. I'm just saying. No, apparently in this universe, and this is why I want to explain. 
guns don't exist. <laughs> you have, maybe yeah, that's, that's that's a good side story for this. Is maybe yeah, Jordan Peele should have just slightly like in, in the beginning of the credits, just being like, forget about guns. And honestly, that makes sense because you never see a gun in the movie. All right, so that's you Zach's have, review of this yeah. film. Uh, the film that I saw was called uh, "Only Lovers Left Alive," which is the Jim Jarmusch film uh, ah, that came out in two thousand. Yes, which I decided to see because I was not a fan of his take on zombies, um, yes. but I actually really liked uh, this film. I mean, it was it was a lot. It was just a lot slower and more focused on just the fact of of being alive for a thousand years. How does that feel like? And but also still having a family at the same time. Like, what is that relationship like? Um, and it's a little bit more. It's just a little bit more simpler and a little bit more focused on just a few characters and just like kind of unique characters. And also the music was really fascinating. It was like rock mixed with like Middle Eastern, um, like yeah, Middle Eastern rock. I guess is the way. Uh, and it also had a, a, a what's his face. Uh, Anton uh, Yelk- Yelchin before his unfortunate uh, passing, uh, and he yes. was great in it. It was Tilda Swinton, Tom uh, Tom Hiddleston. It was a, it was a, it was a nice. It's a movie to just sit back and relax. It begins really great, like it begins with like a record spinning, and then it like slowly fades into like a camera spinning of like a above angle shot of like these people just laying down, and like whenever oh. they drink blood in in this film. The blood yeah. is like a drug for them. Whenever they drink it, it's not just like it's like food for them. It's like it's like they drink it and they just like go. It's like they're on like an LSD or like they just like injected heroin into them. They're just like, Whoa. Also, to your point about how it all like it seems like all indie movies have dance scenes. We have a minute left. Yes. I, I cracked a smile at the beginning of Mother when she just starts randomly oh, dancing. Yeah. That was, I was like, yeah, I was as soon as she started dancing. I was like, this is this like, is where right. I'm going. Um, yeah, but yeah, everything sure. needs a dancing. You can listen to that podcast. We already talked about that. Um, but yeah, we have uh, 30 seconds left. Um, so I'm just going to play us out um, with some Elton John. And Godspeed. Nice. And uh, Godspeed good luck man. on your week and happy Father's Day. Happy. Bye. It's a little bit funny. This feeling inside. Not one of those who can easily hide I don't have much money, but 